0: Hello, friends, and welcome in. It is Josh and Jilly, and we have to tell you about Dr. Busby. Dr. Busby and Toegrips.com. Toegrips.com is a, a great website for you to find awesome things for you and your pups. How about that? And, of course, that's where Dr. Busby has all of her knowledge stored because she is a very smart veterinarian, a very wonderful lady, an incredible person. And Dr. Busby wants to share the knowledge she has with you. That's right. She wants to share it with you. And how can she do that? Well, she can't talk to each of you individually, so she has her website, Toegrips.com. That is Toegrips.com. And if you have questions about anything – I'm talking about, um, uh, like, if your dog has a limp like Luther has sometimes. Or if uh, you see a problem with your dog, your dog's not eating, your dog certain doesn't feel well, you're about certain your medications, dogs. all those things, Dr. Busby can answer those questions for you at toegrips.com. That is toegrips.com, and the promo code is Luther to make any purchase there. The toe grips, which are great for your dogs that struggle to get around on wood floors, uh, but uh, but are okay on grass and carpet, or maybe you need the Encore Mobility like Luther takes every day, or maybe you need the do it yourself nail trimming kit. You can use the promo code LUTHER uh, to make those purchases and save 10%. And of course, there's other stuff you can do there. And as we noted, you can read uh, all about everything, everything dog related. You can read about it at towgrips.com, animal related. I always keep bringing up dogs, but I mean, she is a veterinarian. I mean, hell, she might have answers about ducks. She might have answers about snakes. I don't know. She's a smart lady, and she's a great vet, and she's a wonderful person. We love her very much. So go to Toegrips.com. That is Toegrips.com. The promo code is LUTHER, and that will save you 10%. Toegrips.com with Dr. Busby. This is the Josh His Show. Howdy, friends, and welcome in Josh and Jilly tonight, uh, recording this podcast as we are live on Twitch for a, a special Thursday night wine party. Look at your giant glass here. Well, because
1: I like the stem and you can't just buy like one stem wine glass unless there's like a, a bigger one with a print on it. And you don't like stems, so I had to buy one.
0: Now, let's see here. Uh, let me uh, fill up your glass here. Put some drink in your cup. There you go. There's uh, Jilly's Wine Glass there. Hello? Hello? Yay. Let me fill up uh, my wine glass here.
1: Balls fan asks if we're back to being on Twitch consistently. I know we went on a whole big thing about how we're done with Twitch, but yet here we are. I know. Although this has been a weird week because we decided to get drunk on Sunday, so we figured we might as well jump on Twitch.
0: That was Monday. That's what I meant,
1: Monday. Yeah. Then you had the Mikey Miss news break, so you're like, well, got to do a breaking news Twitch. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then tonight, I... I don't really know why we're on Twitch.
0: Because uh, we wanted to drink wine. You
1: can't possibly not drink wine, not on Twitch.
0: That's true. You can't do it. All right. So uh, we both bet. What was your bet you put in on uh, the the Edmonton game? I
1: took a fan duel. It was a boost. And it was um, McDavid and McKinnon to each get one point or more. Yeah, and to have seven total goals scored in the game.
0: Well, it's not off to a good start because I last I checked, there are no there are no goals that have it. been scored.
1: I thought it too I was like you know they had so many goals it was nuts in game one. There's probably going to be like one goal in this game. And you were like, oh, no, it's uh, a listen, guaranteed
0: one. The only play in this game is the over. There is absolutely zero reason to even contemplate taking the under. And I don't care that the number was seven. And I don't care that the, the line was minus 130 on the seven. The only play was the over. That's it. So it may not. I waited, actually, until about 10 minutes into the game, and there were still no goals scored. So it was like you could get uh, over seven for plus 200. I said, bring it to me. Oh, did someone score? Is it 1-0? Well, see, now we're off to a good start. Maybe. Maybe. So you got two periods, and these teams can clearly score a bunch of goals. So I stand by it. Sometimes things just don't work out, but it is the right play. That bet that you took, which was one of the bets that they kind of just give you, right? It's like, hey, this is one of the, the bets. Boost. yeah. It it's like the boost. Plus That's the play. Like, that was the play. You had no other choice but to make that play. That is it. And it was what plus two hundred you said? Plus one fifty. Plus one fifty. That's the play to make there. Those are the two arguably two of the best goal store, uh, scores there are. They were going to score, and they scored fifteen goals in the previous game. That was the play. So that's where we are right now in terms of the um, the gambling. But uh, and I just have the over seven. So. That's where I stand right now. I need a lot. And let's not
1: forget that I have my $1 on Al Horford to be the NBA Finals MVP. So you, you
0: know what? And how much would that win you?
1: Oh, I forget now. I think it was like
0: $140. $140 bucks ain't too bad, baby. $140. Bucks. It's probably not going to happen, but it's oh, okay. Know, but
1: that's why I did it, because who knows?
0: Vols fan says, I took the FanDuel boost. Any player to score 35 plus.
1: I was looking at that one, too, but I didn't take it.
0: Yeah, that's... I that I. I think plus two hundred to me isn't enough to do that, because if you're gonna take the boost now on the boost, can you bet any amount of money you want on those boosts? No, it's
1: usually a minimum or a maximum, like, of like fifty bucks. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the problem. Is like that's part of the issue. Like
1: remember that year, Andre Iguodala won the Finals MVP. Yeah, don't tell me that El Al- El Horford can't do it. Stranger well, I mean, things have happened.
0: It's not going to happen, though. Probably not. So, but, I mean, that's worth the shot. It's a dollar. You know, what's going to hurt you if you take a dollar on Al Hoffa Al to win the finals MVP? That's see, fine.
1: See, like a T-Bell J-2-M. I like the smaller bets on long odds. Me, too. See, so, and
0: um, I've been doing more of that lately, too. Uh, like, sometimes like a lot of these guys the are called— money lasts
1: them, a lot longer.
0: They call them, like, lottery bets, Right. So you call them a lottery bet, and it might be like plus. I've seen ones that are plus a million, plus two million, whatever. Me, I find it okay to jump into ones that are like in that plus 35,000 range when there's some stuff where you're kind of like, uh, you know, like like it could happen, but they're probably not going to happen, but it's fun and it's realistic. Like some of the ones I jump in on, and I've seen some people doing these in the, in the DraftKings, uh, in the social part of DraftKings. They'll do things like uh, every game under one and a half runs in the first inning or team to score in first inning, no type bets, and then you just play all the games and you see what happens, right? Or uh, one of the bets I've actually been getting into is pitcher or starting pitcher to win the game, yes or no, because generally speaking, you get really good odds on those, and you parlay a couple of those, and if one of them hits, it's pretty good. Like today, uh, I had one with, I think – it was the the starting pitcher for the Yankees, the starting pitcher for the Twins, and the start which was Chris Archer, and the starting pitcher for Toronto. That was my play in that one, and to it all worked. To all win. Now they had to get the win. The team didn't have to right. get the win. They had to get the win. That's what it came down to. They had to win the game. And Chris Archer went through five with the lead. Yankee starter went through like seven and they were up by five. And Toronto was up for the whole game and their starter was going to get the win. And the asshole twins blew the damn game to the shitty tigers and cost me that play. And that was like a $2,500 play that I put in like 20 bucks on. I would have won like 700 bucks on that.
1: I think your shitty tigers have won three in a row. Fuck
0: them. God damn it. Like, I just needed the Twins to blow them out today, and I would have hit that parlay. And life would have been good. The
1: other day, too, I had them under four runs, and I had it was like this plus 1,600. Everything else hit, and the push hit on that Tigers. They scored four, so that lowered it all the way down to, like, plus 800. Which, I mean, fine, but still. It's a difference of, like, $60. Thanks, Tigers.
0: So, and then last night... I, I see, uh, you know what I like betting on?
1: Also, Johar, thank you for the 25 Thank you, buddy.
0: Appreciate it. He you.
1: thanks you for turning me up.
0: Ultimately, just to put a bow on that, what it is is in my device over here, the audio will sound fine. There is an issue with sound going through here that I haven't figured out yet, like a volume, but the volume doesn't turn up anymore on this. So it's somewhere in the computer that I would have to adjust the volume going into Twitch. And that would help elevate you and elevate whoever we bring on. That's that though. I'm just going to leave it there, but on the actual mix on the, on the program, on the audio part, it'll be fine. Anyway, all that said, the uh, I played one last night. I've been li- I like betting on these like minor league soccer, like the the level right below MLS. Actually, I love betting on MLS as well, but I bet on the um, that level right below. It's called USL Championship, right? So instead of getting like the Houston Dynamo, you see teams like the Oakland Roots. Who we and seem the to San- watch every week. We do because they're on late on Saturdays. The um, San Diego Loyal is a team, San Diego Loyal FC, and like there's a bunch of teams that you've never heard of, like the Phoenix Rising or some shit, and they're fun to bet because there's usually a lot of goals in those games so you can bet like a parlay with both teams to score. I'm just giving you advice on what I like to do. You can take with it what you want. You can do whatever you need to do, but last night, there was a game going on. It was the Oakland Roots and some team. I forgot who they were, and I took an over of two and a half, uh, that like I basically I needed a goal to score. Actually, it was two to one. I needed another goal to score to get it to four was what I needed. So I took an over three and a half on a live bet in the eighty ninth minute, I said, you know what? I'm going to cash out. Like I lost like 40 bucks on it. I put in 80. I got 40 bucks back. I said, you know what? 89th minute, they're probably not going to score. I rarely cash out, but you know what? I'm going to cash out on this one and it's going to be fine. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to you know, go down only 40 instead of 80. I fall asleep. Wake up the next morning. The score pops up on my phone. Fucking Oakland scored twice. In the ninetieth minute, like ninety plus two and ninety plus five. The one time you cash out. And I'm I was thinking about just cashing out on this damn Edmonton bet tonight too.
1: You also could have cashed out on on the match yesterday. I could I missed out which got, you did uh, bet
0: on. God, so holy shit! Is it three nothing now? Oh no, I was like looking at the wrong game. No, but Steph already has. It's three nothing. Oh, okay. So there have been three goals by the Avalanche already scored not even seven minutes into the period. So now I bet my cash-outs changed. At the end of the first period, my cash-out, because I put in 315 on that, right? So I put in 315 on that game, and that was with over seven. And the over, and like the the value was like plus one sixty or something on seven when the game started. Seven was minus one thirty. It is plus like one sixty or one seventy when I got in at seven. So whatever. First period ends nil nil. Right, that's the score. The cash out went from three fifteen down to about one. 25 and I said well let me see uh, you know how high that cash out can get and how quickly these teams can score well Colorado has now scored three in the first seven minutes and I'm curious to see what that did to the cash out uh I'm gonna let it ride anyway I hate cashing out so whatever but see here's the good news if you look at the live play on this right now The Avalanche and Oilers game, the over-under is 7, and it's like minus 150. So basically, we're right back to on pace to where the game should have been when the game started. Bang. We're right back in this shit. Gambling rules.
1: In the NBA Finals, uh, someone said in here, Steph's already going nuts. He's already hit his plus three and a half three-pointers. Really? Like seven minutes into the game. So
0: there was a bet that I really thought about taking in that one which was, I think it was Steph and Jason Tatum to each hit three threes in the first quarter or something. It was like plus 5,000. Well,
1: Steph did that part. I don't know about Tatum, but Steph hit like four at least in the... Ugh,
0: boy. (laughs) Boy, Steph, like you knew that they were going to come out hot. I mean, they had... Two weeks to basically sit there and do nothing, it felt like, while the Celtics are using Kobe's powers. Have I dug deep into that conversation yet? We the did. Jason Tatum-Kobe thing is gross to me.
1: We had the whole conversation about Dex texting dead relatives and friends and stuff. Well,
0: here I am again to tell you about it. It's dumb. And if, and if you want to text a dead person, if it makes you feel better and it makes you feel more comfortable and it makes you feel closer to them and you want to send a dead person a text or call them, like, okay, fine, but if, if you're a celebrity and you do that, and then you screenshot it and post it, you are a toolbox. You are a clout-chasing toolbox, and I have no respect for that. Yeah, All that Steph's said, already, I looked
1: i I'm sorry, Steph's already hit five in the first quarter.
0: All that said, by the way, I was looking at my phone earlier because I was trying to make a call, and my numbers that popped up, the Grand Cinema in Baton Rouge— oh, Yep. yep like the the information line in Baton Rouge and both of my grandma's phone numbers that I have my dead grandma her two yep. phone numbers on my phone I'm like when the fuck did that happen That was Monday Oh that was the Monday party <laughs> I don't remember it happening yet I got up and life was good life yeah. was fine I went to work on Tuesday like it was nothing
1: That's Monday
0: But uh but I, I enjoy that you enjoy gambling and you gamble better than I do because you just take these long shots mostly and it keeps the account moving and it's fun and all that, you know, but
1: it's much easier now that you have like legit apps. Like when you were doing like the overseas shit, I was like, oh. yeah,
0: like, like th- those took forever to cash out. A lot of times you would have to get checks. Like we've told the story before, yeah, but when T-T- I was young on, guy would come to
1: the house and be like, okay,
0: what was the site? Here is your we,
1: passage from Sri Lanka.
0: Was it? Oh, it was, I think it was my bookie was one of them. My bookie was the one we used with, um, uh, with uh, the 97.5. and I would. You know when, and I would say oh, I'm gonna get 700 bucks.
1: No, even that one was easier. The one before you were using. I'm trying
0: to. Was it Bet Online? Yeah, maybe
1: that was the one that would send checks like 21 days later later via DHL.
0: And like they, I'd say someone's got to be there because have to leave work there's early. a check coming, and you'd open the, the 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 DHL, and there was a check from the Bank of Canada. Like everything about it felt slimy. It would sliming.
1: come from like Sri Lanka. Oh yeah, told oh, totally. The check said
0: no, it didn't. But it was something called the Bank of Canada. Like I don't think it meant like Canada. Yeah. But the check itself said like the Bank of Canada. But it came from like Guam is where the package came from. Now, of course, sports betting is mainstream and there's like 10 different apps that are all mainstream. You can cash out on these things. You can get money sent directly to your, uh, your, your, your account like the next day. And talking
1: about it because like all our people in Texas can't do that.
0: Well, because you guys are getting fucked. That's what's happening. This is absolute bullshit that you guys can't do that. But you can drive to Louisiana and do it. And there's not uh, not only apps, but I think you can sports bet well, in person. Well, you can person. sports bet
1: in person, but remember, it verifies your address and everything, so you can't just bet in Louisiana if you don't live in Louisiana.
0: But you can go into the actual casino yes, and bet in person. you can
1: do, but you can't just like get so, the app, drive over the border and you're good. So
0: to uh, pull a Mattress Mac, take your private plane to somewhere in Louisiana and make a bet. Everybody's got a private plane, right? Joe in Philly says DraftKings pays out fairly quickly. They do. So does they, FanDuel. They, like they pay. Depending on how much you take out, like, it could happen, like, like there are times that I'll take cash out when I go to sleep at, like, 10, and I'll wake up at 4 in the morning, and it's like, hey, there's your money in your account.
1: Oh, I got my, I took out 500 to to uh, go towards our Florida trip, and that came in, like, a day, like, in the PayPal and in the bank account.
0: Uh, wasn't it Bovada? You got bet. Now, the Bovada story, thank you, Ace Gilmore, is a good story like on bovada at one point
1: like we just tell the same stories
0: well, but it is but like not everybody's heard all these stories that's i mean the bovada one that i got that that i did, did was somehow like my account got shut down on Bovada because I figured out a way to fuck Bovada. Oh, didn't get I was,
1: shut down. They just kept limiting how much you could play.
0: That's what, it, thank you. So what happened was that was where the gistum really came to be was Bovada, right? So on Bovada, I would bet the basketball overs like with the last possible opportunity. And I got that account up to like 30 grand or something, 20 grand at one time. And then they started limiting how much I could bet on certain games. So like to do that, they'd say, well, max bet is like 40 cents. And I was like, fuck you, bro. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to create a new account and I'm going to start it. And I'm going to go in and do the same exact shit that I did on Bovada. So I, on the, with my previous account. So I started a new email address. I opened up a brand new Bovada account and I'm sitting there and I'm like, guess what motherfuckers, I'm going to do this. And within like two hours, I had gone from like 500 bucks to like six grand. And I'm like, fuck, I rule. I have figured this shit out. I'm like rain, man. I'm like bankrupting Bovada. I kick ass. So I started the account again, and within like two hours of building it up from like 500 to 5,000, I get a call. I'm like, oh boy, what's this? Like, hello, this is Bovada. Did you start a second account? And I'm like, yeah, but I thought that I thought there was something wrong with my first account because um you guys would only let me bet like 30 cents a game and they're like, no, that was done deliberately and you cannot start an account so um we're going to take all of the money you just won on this previous this new account and it's gone now which was up to like six grand like right out of the shoot and they said a uh, fuck of you, get, you sir you get none you of it. gone none of it yep so. That's my life, though, bro. Those are the perils of being me. Look, I'm not a perfect person, right? I make a lot of mistakes. I fuck shit up. I've got things I regret. i got things I'm happy about. Whatever. But you know what? You, you live and you're you have happy stories. About? Nope. that I, I, that was actually a lie. I
1: was like, "What are you happy about?"
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying to get to a point while we're having these conversations here, which is lovely, by the way. I enjoy having these wine fueled conversations. Do you like with you this guys. wine? This is, thing, this is a good wine. I this think is, this um, is my
1: favorite wine.
0: This is the Boda Box Breeze uh, Savon Blanc.
1: I think I've determined that Savon Blanc is my favorite type of wine.
0: And the good thing about this, if Flavor we're being of wine. If we're being honest, okay, this is a low-calorie, low-carb wine that has less alcohol than the normal yes, wine. Because
1: what people, but I like about, it this way. What people forget about wine is that a normal glass of wine or a bottle of wine has got 14 ABV. When you look at a beer, you're like, oh shit, this is 11 ABV. I can't do this. Fuck me, right? Yeah. But wine, you're like chug a lug, chug a lug, 14 ABV. Let's go. This is still eight, so I still feel like this is respectable.
0: I think you might be because if you like looked at an
1: eight percent beer, you'd be like, "Oh, I don't know." But yeah, it's still eight percent. This isn't like this isn't the time we did non-alcoholic wine.
0: No, that was rona related. That was terrible, and that was a bad idea. It's really hot. Um, but yeah, so I find this to be a lovely wine. It's a nice Thursday night. You still got to get up in the morning. And go to work. Wine. I just. I feel like, pretty I like confident. the confident
1: of it too. It's I really good. Like it.
0: I feel pretty confident. No one like this. is Going to be a laid back night. Shit's not going to get crazy. No. Going to drink a little wine. There won't be any shots tonight. No. This We're is just a, hanging out.
1: This is a no shot night for sure.
0: But uh, also, for what it's worth, I
1: learned that the wine party and the shot game do not mix.
0: For what it's worth, I well, my cash out's at about two fifty right now on that three hundred fifteen bet. And um Did
1: uh McKinnon assist on any of those goals?
0: I don't know. But I'm going to let that ride for a while. Oh,
1: hey, J.J. Watt's having a baby.
0: Like himself?
1: Well, no, his wife is.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. You read the internet, you would think it's possible for J.J. Watt to shit out a kid. You tell the internet that J.J. Watt can't shit out a kid. You tell the internet that, and you see what you find out. You'll find out that the internet disagrees with you. J.J. Watt can shit out a kid if he puts his mind to it.
1: Well, J.J. could probably do anything, but... I get your point. No, but he and his wife are pregnant. That's exciting. Congrats to them. He was a hoot on the uh, little broadcast yesterday.
0: Oh, and that, I didn't tell you guys how I lost on that. So, and this was a debate on the show today, on the radio show, about whether or not it makes me a degenerate that I bet on the match. Which I don't think it is. The fact that I've bet on Ukrainian table tennis at three in the morning makes me a degenerate. Right. The fact that I bet on this mainstream event that a lot of people watch. That
1: DraftKings was sponsoring, too. Correct.
0: So. so that did that that did not make me a degenerate. But the only play in that was if you're not gonna live bet, which I didn't do, was to take the underdog because there was no value in betting on the Tom Brady team with Aaron Rodgers because they were, like, minus 170. There was no value. So I bet on the Young Bucks to do it, and with, like, two holes to go, they had the lead. And then, you know, with then my man uh, uh, Josh Allen nearly knocks in, like, a 50-footer for what would have given them the lead. Right there. And it missed, and then A-Rodge comes up and buries his putt, and it's over. So I lost that one.
1: You got A-Rodged.
0: I did. It's like, that asshole flunks out of the playoffs every year, I like how bottoms was, out. The best
1: part is, like, as he's making that putt, you're screaming at the
0: TV, Shailene! Shailene Woodley! I, I was trying to do whatever I could. I wanted to win. <laughs> I was there to win. I was in that shit to win that. I do not bet on celebrity golf to not win it. I bet on celebrity golf so I can go out there and dominate and win what would have been. That would have won, like, 400 bucks. or I something. I do think
1: we need to see the uh, Chuck versus JJ on the golf course, though. I think it needs to happen. I'd
0: watch it. I'd watch that. But uh all that to tell you that I lost. I lost out on that it's one. It's pretty so. amazing
1: that like in this in this climate, yep. that Charles Barkley is just like beloved. Because Charles is not woke by any means.
0: No, he is not.
1: But like Chuck is everywhere, and Chuck always trends on Twitter. And it's not because people are mad, they're laughing at him. Or <sighs> Chuck is now in like four different commercials for four different companies. Like correct. It's impressive.
0: It is, isn't it?
1: Like, think of that. The only thing that people got mad about Chuck was the uh, the big old women in San Antonio. And now they're laughing at that today. Yeah. Like, the churro video made the rounds again the other day. How
0: about that, huh? But, yes, Chuck is fairly untouchable. And, by the way, as much as I like Chuck, he says a lot of dumb shit. Oh, he does. Like, we all say, like, boy, Chuck, he boy, he's telling it like it is. He also says a lot of uneducated, stupid shit, but he's funny and he understands that he's an entertainer and it's good. But he says a lot of shit that you look at and go, eh, okay, that really wasn't all that smart. That was He also rides the fence a lot on a bunch of shit, which is fine because I am guilty of <laughs> riding the fence because I ain't sitting here trying to piss off one side or the other on shit. If I believe something, I'll tell you it. And if I don't, I don't. There's a lot of shit that I'm down the middle on. We talk about this, right? I'm not some Republican or Democrat, whatever. I, I look at certain instances, certain situations, and I determine whether or not I believe, like what I believe based on everything. And most of it's down the middle. That's just how I operate. I think there are some real morons, but a lot of my opinions, you kind of dive into each one, and there's a little piece of this I agree with, the liberal part I agree with, the, the, the conservative, whatever. Everybody's kind of down the middle, but like Chuck really rides the fence a lot on a lot of shit. But people, it basically what it comes down to is if you agree with more of what he's saying, you're like, Chuck's telling it like it is. And if you disagree with him, you're like, all right, that's full of shit. Chuck, shut up. Just stick to sports. That's what it comes down to.
1: I did enjoy his fascination finding out that Jake from State Farm is actually named Kevin.
0: Look, he's like that. Was to me that's better than the shit he does on Inside the NBA. (laughs) Great. He's just sitting there claiming he hadn't been drinking, but it sounds like he was. Just sitting there hanging out and watching other famous dudes golf. (laughs) That's entertainment to me. That's far better than. uh, and, And look, Inside the NBA is a great show. Like it is the show that everybody tries to replicate, and nobody can do so. But I thought that was great. I thought to me that was more entertaining than any of the other stuff. So what we're hoping for here is to get another goal in this period. Ideally, to get like the Edmonton Oilers on the board. If that thing gets to four goals before the end of the period, right? You feel pretty may, good. I, it, You feel okay. I may cash out at that point and just kind of get close to well, breaking even. The Oilers
1: even. have a six on four.
0: Well, if they can somehow score here and get this thing to three to one. If Edmonton can punch one in, get to four goals, I'd seriously contemplate just cashing out because they'll probably get me close to my initial bet and I'll say, you know what, I will reload this and maybe do a live bet somewhere in there we'll see now if you're listening to this podcast tomorrow you're like i don't give a shit because i know how the game ended right i'm just letting you in on how i operate in my gambling universe friend
1: now, unfortunately so, my guy did not assist on any of those three goals oh
0: well, that's son of a bitch so son of a bitch yeah uh so but still, look there's still over a period to go in that hockey the game.
1: Padre assisted on all three of them,
0: and those two teams could score a shitload of goals in very short order. They scored fourteen goals last game. Fourteen goals. They have three so far, but I'm not writing them off yet. I am not. What the hell else is going on today? There was another shooting, but it sounds like did, did they believe it was a black guy that did it in Tulsa? The Tulsa one is it allegedly a black dude that was the shooter?
1: I mean, it has I to be because you're not
0: hearing about it.
1: Yeah, so I mean that would give you enough. But I've seen some stories, and I've seen one guy claim that like the police chief said it was the suspect was a black male. Um, I don't know, but I guess he was angry that this doctor did not relieve his pain, mm-hmm. and so he went in looking to kill this guy, and the other people they just were a. Uh,
0: In the way. It's a fascinating world we're in because like there's this Pollyanna holier not even holier than now. There's this like Pollyanna idealistic view that a lot of people, they just happen to be liberals have. And this idealistic Pollyanna view is that this world would just be perfect if there were no guns, because that is their topic du jour. That's what they're into right now, is talking about these guns, right? And guns are the reason why. Every day, like there's the by the way, Twitter's the worst place ever. And I really hate like the thoughts and prayers people on Twitter, but you also get the shaking my damn head people like like I like the dudes that like to list where there have been shootings recently by the way none of them say where most of the shootings are happening which is in the hoods and in that that like your part of town in Chicago like that's where those kind of shootings are happening where people are dying like in big numbers huge numbers they never point that out but it's like churches and schools and 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 hospitals is there nowhere that's sacred is there nowhere they're safe we need to make change Yeah, I don't think that's going to solve anything, Chief. Like, look, you want to make some change? You want to make it tougher to get shit? Like, the new trendy thing is, hey, let 18, like, wait, 18 is too young to have a gun. Well, if that's the case, then 18 is too young to go to the military because well, let, you can't operate a gun. You can't go to the military. Here's what I think. 18 is when you're a fucking adult. You got some growing up and learning to do, but 18 is when you're an adult. You're no longer in high school. You shouldn't be suckling off mommy and daddy's teat anymore when you're 18, right? You should be getting out. So you should be able to drink. You, I could argue, if you'd like me to make an argument, I would make an argument that 15 is too young to drive. Why? Because there's a bunch of little high school tweens and girls and boys in their cars on their cell phones, and it's easy to pass a driver's test like i passed a driver's test like i don't remember anything from the test but i passed it so you could argue that 15 is far too young to drive yet everybody does it and where do people die more than they die from guns that's right in car accidents Aren't right it
1: 16 to drive
0: well i mean whatever like 15 to get your permit like you can drive in a car at 15 with a like it's you know like you can get like a permit and you can drive with someone at 15 ah. hell my best friend in high school his mom before he even had a permit would just let him take the fucking car across the bridge. He was like 14, he was driving a stick shift. But that doesn't matter, that doesn't really apply. But where do more people die than they die from guns, right? Car accidents, cigarettes, um... Uh, the alcohol, cancer, and, uh, diabetes, so many different areas that people die. But like, I never see these same shaking my damn head people on social media when Lou Brock has his leg lopped off because he had the beatus and then died of complications of the beat it's not fuck. We need to get but healthier. That wasn't,
1: that wasn't inflicted upon him by someone,
0: but it is, I will make an argument that it is because if now again, I don't believe this, but let me play the devil's advocate and give you the devil's advocate viewpoint. The devil's advocate viewpoint is that so the argument is guns are bad. There is no good that comes from guns. We should not have guns. They're bad. Right. And by the way, this is coming from someone honest to God. I'm, I'm uncomfortable around guns. I shoot them at the place over here as part of a radio bit. I am uncomfortable with, with guns. Like, I, like I'll say this in my experience now in shooting them as part of this bit you watch TV, shit doesn't do guns justice. Like you watch dudes on movies and they're like doing this shit and shooting. And, dude, that's a fucking hand cannon. You shoot a fucking Glock, that thing is a hand cannon and it will knock you on your fucking ass just shooting the damn thing, man. But the thing about guns versus everything else, if the argument, it's kind of the same argument people made as it related to the Rona. And the argument was, if listen, we got to lock up and stay inside because if it means saving just one life, if we save just one life, that's worth it, right? And, and the Rona's bad, and the Rona is killing people, right? Fine. Same can be said about the stuff with the guns. Because if the, if the objective is to save lives, which people say it is, we need to save lives. Guns are taking people's lives. Well, fast food is taking people's lives. Why do, why do we sell fast food? You don't need fast food. You don't need burgers and fries and milkshakes. I obviously do because I'm on, I'm obese, and I eat like five lunches a day because I can't stop eating, and I don't know why. Lately, I've been so goddamn hungry.
1: But no one is killing you with a fucking French fry. But
0: they are because my point would be because no one's really killed. Like the, gu- the people are killing people with guns, but they're also killing people with cars, and that they're killing people with alcohol True. and driving cars. So like the argument is well, no, well, the gu- well sorry that a fry won't shoot somebody. No, but people die of diabetes. People die of, 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 of uh, other heart attacks. People die on much larger numbers from eating fast food. So why not just take fast food and make it illegal? Why should we sell it? Why not ban trans fats, which people have tried to do? Why not ban alcohol, which leads to disease, which leads to drunk driving, which kills innocent people, right? That would be the argument. So if your argument is get rid of the guns and you they, those people won't die, then get rid of all these other things. I would make an argument that you should get rid of social media. Why should you get rid of social media? How many kids kill themselves? Find me the number if, they, if it's in there somewhere on the little Google machine. How many kids kill themselves every year based on cyberbullying? I'd like to see that. Someone Google that number well, for me. Oh, there's a
1: ton probably. And don't make also, it up,
0: but tell me a number. And
1: in recent years, I mean, cyberbullying is one of the causes of a lot of these mass that's shootings. That's what I'm
0: saying. So the internet is obviously bad for you. The internet, a lot of people blame Twitter for warping their parents' brains and saying, my parents were normal until they started watching Fox News. Then ban TV because TV's obviously bad for you. The internet's obviously bad for you. Where do some of these people that shoot up these schools go crazy? Probably reading fucking Twitter because it's a cesspool. So why not do that? Ban Twitter. But they won't because those are things that they need. That's their lifeblood. Twitter is their lifeblood. Do you think these people want to operate in a world without the internet? What if the government, they love the government so much. What if the government stepped in and said, well, kids, you only get to be on Twitter for an hour a day, so enjoy it stage shit. That's government overreach. Well, you want government overreach on certain things and you don't on other things. And I would argue that guns, while there are mass shootings and they're bad and, and it's not good when these things happen, they're bad. Nobody likes to see them. They're sad stories. But I would make the argument that... Twitter is is killing people. I would make the argument that cars, that's not an argument, the a fact that cars kill more people, that drunk driving kills more people than these shootings, uh that shootings among gang members and people who have these guns illegally are making up for a greater number of people than these mass shootings. But what's happening is a lot of these people are looking for clout on social media and they run to social media and they post shaking my damn head and crying emojis and they say, "Oh my god, our kids are dying, our kids can't go to school." Oh, the the Republicans want to take they They want to force us to have kids but won't protect the kids. They're just grandstanding assholes, and they don't live in the real world. They live in the social media universe, and that's the world they're in, man. They are delusional people. They're as delusional as the people who run to truth social and think that's some free speech like Kid Rock. Like I saw you were telling me Kid Rock today was on his Truth social. Like, good for you, Kid Rock. You live on Fantasy Island in truth social world over there. Good for you. Ah, boy. Anyway, so we're stuck at three goals going into the third period. Well, I don't know that there's five goals in this game in the third period. So I took a chance and didn't cash out. Here's what's going to have to happen. We're going to need two quick goals like right out of the shoot, to start the third period. That's what's going to have to happen. If that happens, we got a shot. The current live over under is five and a half, but there's no real value in that. Darn. Boy, that lasts 13 minutes of the period with no goals. That's no good.
1: And I really thought we had turned a corner there with the opening three minutes and all those I
0: thought so, but I guess not. Uh, Cigarettes are killing people, says Adam Clanton is a putz. One, yes he is. And two, yes they are. But they're legal. You can get them.
1: But for the most part, you're killing yourself with cigarettes.
0: But someone's responsible for producing those cigarettes and promoting those cigarettes and advertising those cigarettes to people. Yeah, but they're not
1: walking into your job and blowing your brains out.
0: No, they're not. But the argument is that people are dying and that the guns are killing people. And I would contend, and I still do, that all of these things that you use every day, things that you may not necessarily need, because the need, need is a word that comes up a lot about these things. And we don't need AR-15s or we don't need this gun. You don't need cigarettes, but they're still sold. And you don't need alcohol, but it's still sold. And you don't need cars that do 200 miles an hour, but you still buy them and drive them. And they kill people too. Ah, boy. Uh, Jaycon says two before fourteen minutes, and you may have a shot. I agree, in particular if the game gets to three to two and it's still a competitive game. Because if it's three to two, I just need to get to seven to push. So I need four goals to push. Five gets me the win, right? If I can get a push, like let's say Edmonton comes out hot, makes it three to two. In theory, you might get two empty netters in a game like this. Who knows? We need this bad boy to get to four to two with like seven minutes to go. If this game somehow gets to to 4-2, which, as we saw last game, it is quite possible. Did you see that three eleven is splitting up because the drummer has a Truth Social account? Well, Derange, I'll say this. Truth Social is a giant waste of time. So is Twitter, but there's a lot of people that go to Truth Social thinking, yep, this is our place to go. Honestly, the only people who are going to go to Truth Social are race baiters and probably racists themselves, if I had to guess. It's not some special place for you to speak freely. It's a throwaway land where you're basically talking to the air and shut-ins. Is it much better than Twitter? No. But, or is it better? No. But, like, my ass ain't going to no true social. I made the parlor account as a goof. That thing died real fast. That thing died real fast, though, you see. That that was a quick death. Uh, I have no interest in joining the, the Donald Trump, social media, because it's dumb. Anyway, what else is going on, kiddos? Who do I need to tell them about? Aqueduct Plumbing. Aqueduct Plumbing Company, Billy and his sister Mary, they are good folks, and uh, they'll get you taken care of now, man, with all your plumbing issues you may have, plumbing needs. What about those tankless water heaters, man? Those things are, like, next level, man. Like, think about how cool that is to be able to take all the hot showers you want and then never run out of hot that's water. That's your dream. From what I gathered, that's what that is. Like, That's That's how it works. It's just all the hot showers you want and you lose nothing. No hot water. That kicks ass. You can have that and all the other stuff, all the other plumbing needs that need to be taken care of. You can get them taken care of with Aquadoc Plumbing Company. 281-488-6238. Or AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. Billy and Mary, they are at your disposal. They are. Glad you guys are with us tonight, by the way. If you guys want to throw in some donos, you can. Was there a question about, sh- someone asked a question about something, about donos or something earlier. Uh, but anyway, Krilla just threw in 20 bucks. Thank you, Krilla Gorilla. Krilla, You're great some
1: more tips. Boy, Krilla really funded our drunkenness on Monday.
0: And thank you for that, Krilla. We appreciate you. We do. We appreciate all you guys. We do love you very much. Um, other stuff. What else is going on in the world? I guess the Missinelli stuff died down. I guess people are kind of like done with that now. It had its moment. It, uh, it came and it went. He had its tribute. Let me tell you something, man. And this is going to sound like I'm blowing myself, but fine. Like when I, like it annoys me how nobody likes a guy until he's fired. And then the story becomes... Oh, you know what, guys? He got fired. He boy, he got done dirty, right? Like I was reading that in fucking Crossing Broad. Boy, they really did him dirty. I, just, I think
1: that's like the opposite. Like most radio people, do not get to go on the air and say, "Well, guys, it's my last show," and then continue to do the whole show.
0: Yeah, and like, sob and blubber. Like, well, He did
1: him pretty well. Talk, yes. to Rich, talk to Rich Lord about being done dirty.
0: Yeah, Rich Lord, who gave more time at six ten than uh, Missinelli gave to to ninety seven five, and was a good soldier. Didn't punch anybody in the face. Didn't send bigoted emails to people. Didn't uh, berate his uh, his co-hosts. Well, he did me, but whatever. Uh, berate his co-hosts on television. None of that. And then what happens? Rich gets fired after 20-plus years at a radio station, and they don't even let him go on the air to say goodbye. A guy that's never shown any sign that he's going to be a disloyal soldier. They don't let him go on the air and say goodbye. But somehow... Somehow, Mike Missanelli is on for a full show, sobbing and blubbering. Mr. Hardass, Mr. Wants to Fight Everybody is blubbering. Then... And I see Jay con brings this up. I kept seeing legend being thrown around. Far from it. He's a legendary asshole, and most people hated him, but because he's on his way out and they all want to get clout, it's all about clout chasing, they run to social media and say, boy, it's great to work with a legend. Man, this is one of the all-time greats, bro. No, if he were a legend, he would add a swan song like Angelo, who, by the way... Angelo, one of the most powerful people in Philadelphia, able to get multiple people rehired after they were laid off because they were so desperate to keep Angelo because he is WIP. Like, they are so quick to let Miss Nelly roll, and they're going to bring in, like, a fucking YouTuber to do his show now. His old producer and a YouTuber. So that's how much they thought of you, Chief. They're like, I'd see you. Like, you're wasting our time. Imagine the
1: money they're saving on that show now.
0: Well, my guess is, I mean, Missinelli was probably making, like, he probably took a haircut at one point because his show wasn't as impactful for a while. But I would guess that he was still making 300 base, $354, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then with his endorsements and stuff, his total package was over five hundred easy like they're gonna pull this dude apparently this dude they're hiring is some like a youtuber or something i
1: think he does part-time on the station now
0: okay he's a part-time guy and a youtuber and apparently old joe bell's got a hard-on for him so whatever um he'll probably go in there because he's going from no job to afternoon drive in philadelphia they're only gonna have to pay him 70 maybe if that i mean what's he gonna do say no does he have leverage he has no leverage. He's. No, a, I he's mean, no. I'm not do. trying to rip this guy because I don't know who he is. I don't
1: know him either. But if if I don't know his background either, so maybe he has done more than we know. I know he's on the station. But this feels like a situation with someone who's never really negotiated a radio contract. And they're going to get them real easy with the whole, look, we're going to pay you 60 base. But with endorsements, you're going to clear 120.
0: Like, and I don't think that they're a union station. So, like, they can pay whatever they want. And they can say, if you want it, take it. If not, not. So people will say, well, they're going to lose a lot of money in advertising with Missinelli. Maybe. But they're also going to knock off my guess. Quarter of a million, if not more, in salary
1: easily because yeah, they're gonna
0: they're gonna have to. Well, here's what the thing is: allegedly, they're gonna have Ricky Batalico on there. Batalico will cost him some because he's a name, he's a former player. I would say between those three people, they're not taking the money Missinelli was getting and getting all that. My because they don't have to. Well, I think
1: it was Crossing Broad too that had that same report that um, Ricky is going to be actually in Florida, so they may get him on the cheap if he doesn't have to actually be there.
0: Well, I, my guess is he'll still cost them something. Um, I would guess, this just may spitballing here, knowing just the current landscape of radio. Like, whoever they hire after Angelo ain't going to get a million a year like Angelo gets. Like, literally, they're going to lose a shit ton of money when Angelo goes yeah. and it's going to hurt them. But, guys but, who, but whatever that. slap dicks they move in there ain't getting a mill. They might be lucky between whatever the number of hosts they hire to make a quarter uh, of a million. But, if that, but... I would look at this guy and say, and I'm not trying to rip the guy because I I know nothing about him. I'm not going to sit here and shit on some guy I know nothing about. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to be an asshole to the guy, whatever, more power to you, man. But he's a nobody, big picture. Apparently, he's got a big YouTube following. That does not mean it's going to translate to radio And he's clearly, he's
1: from Philly, right?
0: Correct. Yeah, Philly guy. So here's what they're going to do. They're going to say, you have a chance to be on afternoon drive and replace Mike Missinelli. What they don't tell you when you replace Mike Missinelli is that when you're hired to follow someone, especially someone who just instantly was out and didn't have a swan song and all that shit, replacing him is not easy. And they're basically putting you in a spot where they know you won't say no, but they also know that you're probably going to fail. So they're hiring these two guys on the chief. They have to hire the former producer for a multitude of reasons. Well, most notably because you've got Miss Nelly just attacking the guy that day. So that's on television. They're not just going to run him off when he's waited his turn or whatever you want to put it. So they'll put him on there. Like Tyrone is his name. Yeah. So they'll put him on. And they'll him put this
1: times. on. He's actually decent.
0: Okay, fine. But what they're going to do is they're going to take those two guys. And they're going to make between them probably 160, 170. Cause they're gonna have to give the Tyrone kid a raise to do the job. Yes. So he was probably already making 40, something like that. I mean, give or take, as the as the producer of that show, maybe a little bit more, maybe they get fifty. Who knows? No, know,
1: it's hard to tell because like Beasley used to be notoriously cheap. Like that was the joke. Was when we first moved to Philly. I was doing part-time at Wired at the time. And like everyone's like, well, yeah, they'll give you mid days, but they're probably gonna pay you like twenty five. Like it's Beasley bucks, guys. Like, and people I know who work there literally made nothing, even when they moved from part-time to like morning drive from what I understand they were making very little money so I don't know if things have changed at Beasley obviously with the Preston and Steve stuff but they acquired all those stations too so things have changed
0: sure and and by the way Preston and Steve generate millions of dollars yes. and they have like 30 and shares they will pay them whatever and they will pay that this is different like I honest to god because don't...
1: 97.5 wasn't originally owned by Beasley no right? and, and new... of
0: yeah they were acquired yeah uh, they were owned by Greater Media. All those stations were. Uh, so
1: I don't know if Beasley is still notoriously cheap, but...
0: And maybe they are, maybe they're not. I Here's my opinion. This is just Josh Ennis' opinion here. I don't believe that they truly want that station to win. I think they put that station on the air and hope to take a couple of bucks and make money because it's easier to make money doing sports than, say, putting on another music format. So they put on sports... Uh they pay guys now that they don't have Missinelli to pay, they're paying these guys probably nothing. I don't know what Kincaid is making, but it ain't close to what Angelo makes. Well, do
1: you think makes. the cuz makes. He's gonna make some.
0: It's a problem. Buck fifty, give or take. He ain't making what he's making at WIP. Um and then he moved from mornings to middays. You don't just get a raise doing that. Right. So
1: oh god, I forgot he did y- mornings. Yeah,
0: this. yeah. I would say that uh he's probably in that 150 to two if that, right? Uh, Missinelli was probably in the fours, maybe give or take. And then, uh, I don't know what Kincaid is making. Like we can say that Kincaid had leverage. I don't really know that he did. I don't know how many offers he had and he had just gotten fired in Atlanta. So I don't know truly how many options Kincaid, and if you ask him, he will tell you, he probably had like 400 options. And one of them was to like run ESPN or something. That's what Kincaid would tell you. Um uh, but I would say, I mean, between them, like with the Cuz making what he's making, afternoon drives a more high profile gig. Are these you surprised are two... they
1: didn't just move the Cuz to afternoons and then no. they have these guys start out in middays?
0: No. And first of all, we don't know yet. That still could happen. Right. But if that's the no, because I mean, it's been proven that the Cuz flopped in afternoons. That's they why. That's the why fellas. they hired me. Um, they should
1: reunite the fellas.
0: That would be the answer. Um, so, and here's the reason I'm also not surprised, because like this is just Josh Ennis's opinion now. They're hiring these guys to do this afternoon show knowing that it's going to fail. And you know it's going to fail because, again, he's not a legend, but you follow a guy that's done it for 15 years, that's not a good gig. Whoever follows Angelo, that's not a good job. That's a shitty job because you're up against it. So they're bringing these guys in basically to fail. Now, I don't know what fail and succeed is in in 97.5 world because Farzetta got whacked. You know, and he was doing what he was doing. So I don't know what there is. But to my initial point about how I don't think they care about winning, here's why I don't think they do. Because they got their big classic rock station, WMGK, and it makes a lot of money, right? They've got their rock station, WMMR, that makes a shit ton of money. Those, like, they own rock radio with that, with, and those are two major men formats. The Preston and Steve format is in that 1834, really 1854 is their, like, their wheelhouse, right? People, that's persons 1854, and men in particular, they dominate. WMGK is more at the higher end of the spectrum. If you want inside radio talk, WMGK is at the higher end of the spectrum, So theirs is more of a 3554 audience because they're a classic rock station, and they're an old classic rock station. Like, we're classic rock, but I'm on the radio, you're on the radio, we're both in our 30s, the music's a little bit more 80s leaning. It's kind of a younger classic rock. They're more of an older classic rock. So theirs is more of a 3554. So between the two of them, they own... Basically, men eighteen to sixty five, they own it with rock radio. Now WIP also does very well in all those demos too. Right,
1: but why do they want to have their own sports station take away the men?
0: They don't. That's exactly right. They here's what they hope. Here's and this is just how the game works. They are hoping that f- the fanatic takes away enough from Angel. They're not going to beat Angel. They'll never be. Well, they're never going to get a chance to because Angel is out in six months. They ain't going to beat him. So what they're hoping would to happen is 97.5 takes enough of the audience away from Angelo to keep Angelo from beating Preston and Steve. That makes sense. It's a very easy answer. I mean, that's what the answer is. Because Preston and Steve... I handed you my I know, I'm grabbing it. Is a gigantic mega show. And part of what makes them the money is for Preston and Steve to be number one, which they always are. If there wasn't another sports station... I'd argue that there's a very good possibility that Angelo's numbers get even closer to theirs because he's on their ass as it is. I mean, he keeps it close. Some months, especially during football, it's very close. But the thing is, you've got another sports station and that other sports station can take away a share or two from Angelo and that keeps Preston and Steve above. I don't know if you guys enjoy this inside baseball convo or not. You might, you might not.
1: The Houston people are like, what the fuck are you well, talking Well, but it, about? it
0: applies there too, except that sports radio doesn't matter at all there. So, like, I don't know, like, there's nothing I can do. Ratings and radio don't matter there. It's not a competition. It doesn't matter. It's not a lifeblood like it is in Philadelphia. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, Joe says, imagine having a chance to hire Josh, uh, but you don't do it.
1: Well, again, and and you you told this story, Josh. You told the guy who makes all the decisions after, admittedly, he did dick you around. Yep. You screamed at him from the point that I heard it on the first floor of our townhouse and you were on the third floor. Yeah. Screaming at him to go fuck himself and to never fucking call you again.
0: I did say that.
1: They're not going to call you after that. You but blew they did. Your fuse.
0: But we did talk after that. We still we kept talking after that.
1: Well, you know that nothing was going to happen after that. No, because you have the reputation of being a hothead. You have that reputation of being a, a malcontent. And when you went off and cursed this guy out and screamed at him, you kind of proved everybody right.
0: Well, I mean, I, again, and but I will defend you, myself. You
1: did get dicked around, absolutely. Correct. I
0: don't do this shit unless I'm prov- like I'm provoked.
1: But the shitty part is that when you go off on the management, I mean, that sticks. Those are the guys that make the hiring decisions. And that's fine. Listen, and they're going to think, well, the second we have a disagreement, he's going to blow up, he's going to check out, and we're done. So, of course, they're not going to But here's the you. thing,
0: and this is the God's honest truth. It's a great thing that I didn't get that job, and I honestly don't want it. Like, I talk shit on here about all this stuff. I don't want to move back there. I don't. It, like, I, if, if, we're, if We're drinking wine. We're having a nice conversation here. I don't. That's like not what my goal in life is. I don't know what my goal so is. So you don't
1: even know what your goal in life is.
0: But I know that it's not to move back there. Because you know what? I'll be honest with you. Over the last 48 hours, my Twitter is far more active than it normally is because it's a lot of McDougal saying, hey, hire Josh Ennis. And all those people that say that are very nice. And I truly appreciate that. That's very cool of you to say. But what it leads to is then their buddies comment and say, fuck Josh Innes, he's awful. Then they start repeating all this shit that's false about me. Then I feel compelled to answer it. And then it just occupies way too much of my time that I don't care about. And it reminds me of how toxic that is. And, and I think if it's the only thing you've ever been in before, you don't notice how toxic it is. Yeah. You don't know, like if you've only lived in Philadelphia, to you it's just normal. But to me, like, I like I blocked a couple of people. and I did it on purpose. Well, I, and
1: initially, it is cool, I imagine, for you. And again, I feel like your Twitter's really grown since then. But when you initially move to a place like Philadelphia and you get so much Twitter interaction, like, initially, you're like, I don't care that it sucks. I don't care that people are mean. Like, you're just excited that people are into it. But then sure. after a while, I mean, that is... It's and I hard, want to be clear. Man. People
0: are mean. I don't is mean what it is say
1: hard. I don't want to say hard, but it's just like
0: the d- people are dicks, and they and there's a lot of people that that's just their personality. They get off on being dicks, and they get off on the concept of forcing you to like stop talking to them so they can say they won. So or that with some they of
1: these ran you out of town. Correct.
0: So there's a lot of times like with some of these guys they get to the point they're so annoying that I just blocked them just to say I fucking did it because I knew they'd see it. There was a guy who created another account after I blocked him yesterday just to call me a pussy for blocking well, we him. We have
1: somebody in this chat who comes in here and has probably on their ninth or 10th account. Like they're more than MW Solgrove. Yes. Like that just keeps coming.
0: And again, like I can like and then they say, "Oh, you got thin skin." Well, no, I can take like I don't give a shit that you're critical of me. It just gets to the point that it's boring. And you're just going to keep... And then, like, no matter what, I'm not going to win this fight with you. So I'm just going to block you, and I just don't have time for your shit.
1: Can we uh, go to the Luther cam really quick?
0: All right, let's see the Luther cam. the people on Twitch. Oh, that's the Jelly cam. Where's the damn Luther cam? Oh, it's down here. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Hold on.
1: (laughs) 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 So that's happening. Luther's got his Grundle out. Just really.
0: That's 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 good right there. I mean, that's the good. So, hey, throw in some Luther bits for that. <laughs> you can help pay, uh, pay for his CBD, or whatever. Oh. Oh no! What happened? What did you do? What has happened here? Why am I logged out of my uh
1: my Twitch? Oh, cause you changed the password.
0: I did, but I thought I did it already. Are you guys still there? Are we still on?
1: That's a good question.
0: I think we are.
1: Oh, Luthie. All
0: right, hold on. Let me make sure uh, we're still on here. Let me put in the password. Oh, now I got to get the damn token to get back in here.
1: Maybe we got banned because Luther's grundles on the internet. What if
0: that was it? What if somehow we got banned because Luther's showing some pornography tonight? Let's see. All right, let's see if this actually works and gets us back on here now.
1: Well, we're still live because I just clicked on it and I see Luther's Grundle.
0: It says sound, no sound. Well, I'm aware that there's oh, no The
1: sound s- goes out when you switch to Luther cam.
0: Oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, wait, maybe that said, hold on. But that doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. D- I, well, now there's no sound at all on any of these shots. Oh, there we No. Hello. No. Oh, there it is. Okay, so that's weird. I don't know why there was nothing on Luther's cam. I know it was the other day. There's me. There's the Luther cam. Are we on? Are we? Do we have sound? Weird. You have to
1: add the source, I guess.
0: But I did that last time. That was weird.
1: On there or there's oh, sound?
0: there's sound. Okay. The oh, there we go. All right, now we got it. So him. you
1: just pulled up. There's two Luther cams. So delete scene four while we're thinking of it.
0: All right, so scene that that four we have to delete. Again. Remove scene four. Okay. Sorry, guys.
1: Now everybody can hear us. So that's even funnier that you guys just saw Luther's grundle with no sound, just like, hey.
0: Hey, guys. So we will say goodbye to the podcast audience at this point. Thank you, guys.